0: This week's podcast brought to you in part by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash WDS to choose from over 85,000 titles for your iPod or MP3 player. Please... This is Mark Hershon from Suckatash, the comedy podcast podcast, and you're listening to What Duvet Said. Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear?
1: Did you hear? Did you hear what, what Duvet said?
0: You get to hear what Duvet has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the official podcast of the What Duvet Said Cultural Entertainment Digest, found at whatduvetsaid.com. I am your host, Jason DiBlizzi, coming at you from Duvet Studio South in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California, and joining me as always is the man who puts the suck into attach, your
1: host, <laughs> Robert Bob Duvet. Joining you from San Francisco, I am actually podcasting to you, riding side saddle on the back of one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse's horses as we ride into the podcasting frontier. And I think his name is Steve. Steve? I don't remember yeah. that horseman. Yeah, he's kind of the one that doesn't get as much screen time.
0: It feels to me that the horses are the ones that get all the accolades in the Horsemen of the Apocalypse thing. Like, I think they're they're kind of faceless death or one of the horses pestilence or maybe I'm confusing them. I think one of the horses might be called the economy. Oh, come on. Don't get us started on the economy. The economy. All I do.
1: All I do is watch CNBC now. I think I might uh, uh, might actually be able to uh, sell and trade stocks by now
0: do you, you know does that mean you're not following the 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 defense uh plane that's flying today that can get from l a to New York in twelve minutes?
1: Holy no, I didn't know nothing about this plane. see this magical that's what I'm plane. talking about
0: yeah I mean that's happening right now as we're speaking the, the live twitter feed uh the plane took off the plane shot the plane got lost and uh that is really? where we are right now, yeah.
1: Is this a manned plane, a manned operation? Uh, Unlike I
0: like the show.: it. No, no, I, I don't believe it's manned. I think it, it it can go 13 miles a second or something like that. It, it's It's Mach 20. this baby can go. Um, oh my God. yeah, it's got a I hemi. Don't...
1: Sounds like it has a hemi.
0: <laughs> it could be. But anyway, it's this is terribly exciting news, I have to say, and I can only imagine what kind of money this cost and what kind of money is gone now that mm. it's it's vanished again. Like, they don't... This is the second time they launched one of these in April. I'm sure you remember when it
1: happened in April, right? No, I don't. I think I was obsessed with the debt ceiling in April.
0: Yeah, well, they, they've done it again. But there is other news other than the economy, believe it or not. Um, Save
1: it for the other news segment.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: All right, very good. What about uh, guests? Do we have any guests today? Big time. Big, big, big guests. We have... Lonnie Anderson, do you remember Lonnie Anderson?
0: Didn't she play Jennifer on WKRP in Cincinnati?
1: She did indeed. She is. There's going to be a biopic on her on the Biography Channel coming up in just a couple of weeks. It's called Hoop Dreams: My Life with Hooper, from Cincinnati to Stroker's Ace. How a mustache can ruin your life. Wow. Okay. So she, she's going to be right. discussing that. We're very excited. She's va 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 boom. She. I mean. We thought Joy Lansing was, uh, you know, the cat's pajamas. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Lonnie's looking good. You know, Lonnie
0: was a brunette originally, and she dyed her head hair blonde, um, and that's how she, she, you know, became Lonnie Anderson. That was her her look. I, I thought that's how you
1: became Jason Duplissy.
0: Well, <laughs> that's only in the summer. You know, I put what is that stuff <laughs> that I put in my hair to make it a little more blonde? in? Exactly. I went to the University of California, Los Angeles. That's where I got my degree in theater. Low so many Go years Go Bruins! Ago. Go Bruins! You want to do the A clap for me? I don't know it. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe a little later. The I had to take a movement class, which is actually mm-hmm. a class where you got to show up in sweatpants and uh, tumble and roll and all this kind of stuff. But the guy who taught my movement class is a guy by the name of Tom Worth. And he... He would talk a lot about his education growing up and how he got uh, in acting classes when he was younger. And he was in a, the same group with David Hasselhoff and Lonnie Anderson. Um, and he would tell stories all the time about Hasselhoff and Lonnie Anderson, on and on and on, about how they you know, they were all together in this group. And at one point, we were all sort of sitting around, uh, cross-legged in front of him. And he's, he was giving us a bit of a pep talk about getting out there and making it and how we could just go get a little house in Studio City and they weren't that expensive and all this kind of stuff. And he says, you can do whatever you want. Look at David Hasselhoff. He's not the world's greatest actor, but he really sort of put his shoulder against the wheel and he did everything he could and he really wanted to be famous. And look at him. He, he made it. And you, know, you can't say that David Hasselhoff isn't, isn't working and doing it. And Lonnie Anderson... She is just as nice as you think she is.
1: (laughs) That sounds like some sort of a backhanded compliment.
0: Yeah, kind of a non-compliment. We all
1: kind of went, hmm. (laughs) Well, she's very nice, and I look forward to talking with her. We We actually have some other guests by the green wall, too. Really? Do we have Michelle Bachmann's eyes? Oh my god, you see that cover? We'll talk about that. We'll get that do <laughs> that in the news. Okay. My god though, right? You don't want that being in control of the uh the codes.
0: No. No. There's already a new GOP frontrunner this morning, by the way, at, because oh, of good. that. Yeah. A man. I I hope he believes in God. Oh, is
1: he is he one of our guests? <laughs> <laughs> we have God on our show. <laughs> Weighing in about the 2012 election. <laughs> I'm oh. curious who got backs, actually. No, I, I, I want to say, standing by the green wall, it's, it's a little crowded in here today. It's very bustling here in WDS. We have, from ABC's Bachelor Pad, oh. we have Paco Raban, mm-hmm. Axe Body Spray, and a gentleman by the name of Herpez. Oh, <laughs> great. I, I... Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. They're actually uh, they're quite smitten with Lonnie. She's uh, regaling them stories of, uh, you know, Gordon Jump.
0: Have you heard, speaking of, I I ran into Gordon Jump once. I've run into a lot Did of people know? who are <laughs> members of WKRP in Cincinnati. I, do you know the guy who plays uh, Les Nesman, right? Yeah, yeah. His name's Richard Sanders, and very early on when I was out in professional acting, I, I was walking down a hallway, and I, I ran into Richard Sanders, uh, who plays Les Nesman on WKRP. And he smiled at me With in you. his way, and he says, Hi, I'm Richard. Richard Sanders? <laughs>
1: Lester Nessman? Yeah, yeah, I know who you are. I, I know who you are. Was and he running with a, his like, fingers to his ears with a, a stack of papers, like hurriedly going off to do the news somewhere?
0: Yeah, and he had a bandage on what, some <laughs> section of his body. Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, shit. That's funny.
0: So that's probably one of my exciting uh, celebrity run ins, Richard Sanders.
1: I love your celebrity run ins because they're always impossible to predict.
0: Yeah, yeah. I saw uh, Natalie Portman at Target two days ago.
1: Oh, wow! From from Richard Sanders to Natalie Portman—that's quite a swing on the celebrityometer.
0: Yeah, I'll say exactly. Is, she, is she pretty? She looks pretty. Uh, yeah, she's very pretty, and she had her her hair up. She was just sort of up in a ponytail and pushing her cart mm-hmm. along in Target and heading into the
1: uh, the children's section. There. Did you make eye contact, or are you not allowed to look at her directly in the eyes, even when she's out in public?
0: Well, she was pushing her cart in front of me and she she was looking for a section. I could tell that she was looking around for something and she mm-hmm. turned and she has a very distinctive uh mole on the side of her face or kind of a freckle or whatever, you know. Uh huh. Pretty distinguishing. And she that's turned a, and I, That's a
1: that's uh, a that'll kill it for you though, right there.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Natalie Portman. I can't <laughs> can't stop looking at moly 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 moly. <laughs> Um, but I noticed the mole and I went, what is that Natalie Portman? This seems kind of, you know, seems kind of incongruous. And then she turned again. Uh, as she turned again, I was staring to ensure that's who it was, what I thought it was. And she saw me looking at her and then I felt sheepish because I'm not sort of stalking or trying to yeah. look for her. I was just trying to determine if it was her or not. And when I determined it was her, then I was like, oh, damn it, you know.
1: You should have snapped off a picture for Them magazine. And then we could have been like, you know, they look for aisles just like them.
0: <laughs> I thought about that. I thought about taking a picture, but that's so I don't know. She, she's just there at Target, you know, she's just like, yeah. like and the other thing is, I was there at Target. I wasn't out celebrity hunting. Yeah, she should have taken a picture of you. That's right. Exactly. I'm just like them.
1: <laughs> uh, should we uh, dip into the mail sack?
0: Oh, yeah, I understand that it's nice and warm
1: in the mail sack. Oh, yes. Very fluid in the mail sack.
0: What does uh, What Duvet Nation have to say, and how do they get a hold of us, Rob?
1: You know, the best way to reach us is a three-pronged attack. I would hammer all of these. I would go to said uh, at gmail.com. Because your emails mean so much. I would hit us up on Twitter the at symbol, capital B, Bob, capital D, Duvet, D-U-V-E-T, and I would follow us while you're doing it. While you're writing to us, follow us. There's no, no shame in being a follower. And then I would also suggest they call us, Jase. Do you know the number?
0: 415-937-0445. That's 415-937-0445. That number is live and operators are standing by.
1: Wow. I, had, I was banking that you didn't know the number. I love it. You actually listen to this show. I do listen to
0: the show, and I listen to a little program called The Succotash Show, actually, which this
1: week reveals the secret of who Bob Duvet is. I know. I try to keep it under wraps as long as I could. We are, we are big fans of the people at Succotash Show, and they've been huge supporters of what Duvet said. So uh, it was a real pleasure to be invited to speak on both of our behalfs because you couldn't be there being where you are down in Los Angeles.
0: That's correct. I could not be up in studio, but I understand that it was quite a, a celebrity-filled evening for you, that you got picked up in a car, you were whisked across the bay, or not across the bay, but across the bridge there. The yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Beautiful house up in Sausalito. One of those, like, 70s, made of redwood houses that looks like, you know, it was, you know, there there had to have been, I'm guessing, a redwood hot tub placed in back. It just felt like that, but couldn't have been nicer, the people over there. They fulfilled my rider. There was a, a bottle of Schmirnoff and some pinwheels waiting for me. <laughs> Excellent. And, uh, yeah, Mark and uh, producer Joe Paulino could not have been uh, more accommodating and lovely. So uh, we will link up to that on the blog, uh so you can get a listen. And they are a comedy podcast roundup. And so it's very uh, – they have a lot of – a uh, different podcast. So it's a good way to go and get kind of uh, indoctrinated into this world. And you are you are a guest through the whole show,
0: correct? I mean, li- fans I was. of the what duvet said show should actually absolutely run out and get this week's episode of the Suck It show because you are you are there and
1: active and talking the whole time. Yeah, it was it was they played uh you know, clips from our show. Uh I was there for the whole hour and it was just uh, I, I I really enjoy uh, seeing how other people do their you know do their thing and they have a really nice uh, studio up there in Sausalito and uh, it, it was a good time I was it was interesting because I was thinking o- reflecting on it and the, they've been this is episode eight for the if you're looking go on iTunes go to Suckasash Show episode eight is the one that uh, yours truly Robert Bob Duvey appears on and uh, you know I'm just in good company he's had Dana Carvey on his show. Yep. he's had will durst rick overton uh greg proops is going to be a guest in some coming weeks uh so yeah it was uh, it was quite the get
0: great um i, I feel that we're neglecting our listeners though because we're oh, here in the mail never sack ever
1: <laughs> there are bread are bread and butter exactly all right let's let's dip in there Ooh. You, don't, you don't never quite know where to touch in the mail sack <laughs> you think but I'm going to start here. This was an email sent to us from Adina Knox. She doesn't say where she's from. Okay. But it's in response to, remember last week we were asking for suggestions to how to improve our wardrobes?
0: Yes, yes. I actually, this is going to come in very handy because I just had a discussion not 24 hours ago about my terrible
1: wardrobe. Oh, well, this will tie in nicely. I'm curious how that discussion went, too. She She says, quite simply put, I see one of you in Lycra and one of you in one of those plushy costumes. You decide. So thank you for that, Adina Knox. Um, I'm going to go with the Lycra.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to again have to call Adina out and tell her that what she's talking
1: about is furries, not plushies, furries. (laughs) Okay, well, you, I'm guessing you are, knowing you, you probably have a furry costume already stashed away for this occasion.
0: Uh, yeah, probably. Weren't you not, Scooby-Doo could... at one point? I was Scooby-Doo at one point, yes. Scooby. I was all the tall characters.
1: Was there any other uh, suit that they put you into?
0: Yeah, I, I was five different characters. It was the tall characters. I was mainly Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo was mainly who I was. This was at uh, Great America, when it was King's Great America up in Santa Clara. I was a costumed character for a little while there. And they they had different size costumes. I obviously couldn't be Smurfette because I was too tall. The guy mm. who played Smurf, Smurfette, yes, a guy, was a trumpeter wow. from the Marines who smoked three packs of Camel 100 filters a day. So he That's a, exactly
1: how I picture Smurfette too. To be honest with you,
0: couldn't it have been funnier to uh, to walk with the guy who played Smurfette because what would happen as a costumed character is there would you would either be in costume or you would be an escort so that the escort could be there so that the costume character didn't get beat up or huh. to answer questions when little kids would squeeze the hand and say, "You're a person. I feel your fingers." No, no, those are bones. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. But the the way Great America, which is an amusement park, uh, obviously, was built, it's basically a big donut. Um, and in the center of the donut where the hole would be, is where all all of us who were employed at the park would go. So you would just kind of pop out of a gate And suddenly you were in, I don't know, Yankee Square. I'm sorry, Hometown Square or Yankee Mm Harbor or whatever. And you were out by the carousel. And do your walk as the character. As I say, I was the tall characters. I was Scooby-Doo, Yogi Bear, Fred Flintstone, Quick Draw McGraw, and Astro. Um, Oh, I
1: love Quick Draw McGraw. That's awesome.
0: That was the single worst costume to ever wear. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, because Quick Draw McGraw is a horse who wears a 10-gallon hat. And
1: oh so he 's top heavy
0: he's extremely top heavy and um, not to give away the secret, but you don't actually look through the eyes usually of these characters uh, you mainly for scooby Doo or Yogi Bear through the nose, they have these holes in the nose with kind of mesh, and you can kind of see through the 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 mesh in the holes in the nose, and that's how you go oh, ar- that- around looking at things. Um, It's like Hannibal Lecter, all you know, cartooned out. Yeah, but with Quick Draw McGraw, there was actually just a big window, mesh window in the neck, and then there was this enormous nose, an enormous head, an enormous ten-gallon hat above everything. So every time I would have to lean over to a child, uh, this huge head would pull down on my neck. So there was a lot of squatting in Quick Draw McGraw. But the 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 kitty section of great america was added after the park was built so it wasn't in the actual donut it was kind of off to the side so in order to get to smurf woods which is mm. what the kitty section was you had to walk all the way over there and you could only walk for half an hour in the costume otherwise you would hyperventilate and die and of sweat oh, <laughs> i
1: was gonna say this is sounding like treacherous
0: yeah, it was very dangerous. You just walk around in 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 red shorts and a white t-shirt and just sweat and sweat and sweat for half an hour and then you'd take the thing off and stop sweating for half an hour or for 10 minutes, get 10 minutes of sort of relaxing, then 10 minutes putting the big sweaty thing back on again before you walked out into the park. So, I would escort, I don't even remember his name, but I would escort Smurfette out to mm-hmm. Smurf Woods. Uh, And greet all the little kids. And there was not enough time to get all the way back to the donut hole where base camp was before he had to be back out to his other walk again. So they had a um, dolphin show that was up there right right next to Smurf Woods. So we would go hang out at the dolphin show. Uh, and if the show was on, we'd just have to sit in the booth while the show was going on. But more often than not, we would just sit there in the big empty stadium. And he would take his huge Smurfette head off and one of his gloves <laughs> and just sit there with one big, huge, puffy blue hand and one human hand sucking down Camel Filter 100s. There's a picture
1: for you, kids. <laughs> so uh, I hope that, that that serves your needs. Adina, we'll take pictures of uh, Jason in his furry costume and me fully clad in lycra. And uh, careful what you wish for, Adina Knox. Uh, do you? Let's uh, do a little uh, tit for tat. Do you have any uh, anything you'd like to read? Uh, I do. We
0: got a notice on our Facebook page. Uh, I got an email there uh, from someone named Mark Atiendiez Atien- Atiendiez. <laughs> atribdi is eight atreides he sounds <laughs> greek i don't know i'll call him mark atreides how's that okay. mark atreides. maybe he's italian anyway mark wanted to know there was a segment we used to do in the past and uh, uh he was n- noting last week how we were segmenting things up and saying why don't we do uh the facebook status update Segment anymore Uh, of
1: the week minute month, whatever it it happened to be at that time.
0: Yeah Yeah, exactly, and uh, I know that you kind of
1: shy away from Facebook I made the mistake of hiding all of my source material I got like fed up and in a fit of, you know, annoyance I just went and hit all the people that were supplying me with the Facebook updates and I haven't been able to figure out a who those people were, and B how to get them reinstated back into my newsfeed. So I, I kind of sabotaged the whole bit.
0: Oh uh, well, I can I can tell you how to get those people back if you really want to. But you know, speaking of things that happen on Facebook, have you noticed? And I know you're not on all the, all the time anymore, but there's been a proliferation now of people sort of adopting the Jeff Foxworthy comedy
1: routine. But in... I was going to talk to you about. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Okay, uh, go ahead. I was going to ask you about this because you've participated. I have.
0: Uh, the. For those of you who don't know, Jeff Foxworthy was a fabulous comedian. He probably still is back in the late 90s. And his whole gag was, you know you're a redneck if, and then fill in the blank, right? You know you're a redneck if you have a truck on your front lawn or whatever, right? And he, mm-hmm. th- th- this was his entire routine. And the idea behind the routine is to generalize and broad stroke and basically be racist uh and you know g- create a a, a, a a an idea an identity of what these people are uh by kind of boy what's the word i'm looking for hmm doesn't matter there's a specific word that i'm looking for and it's it's going to bother me until i think of it. uh typecasting stereotyping i think it's xenophobia <laughs> i'm gonna say xenophobe
1: is that would that be right Ooh, xenophobic so. yeah that's a great yeah. word too that's one I would would be sure to mispronounce.
0: Okay, great. Uh, yeah, okay, xenophobic. Wow. boy. You Wasn't that, that actually...
1: a movie starring uh, Olivia Newton-John and uh, somebody back where they uh, were on roller skates or yeah. something?
0: Yeah, Gene Kelly, actually, is the other star.
1: <laughs> Gene Kelly and Olivia Newton-John.
0: Yeah, that's an odd pairing. Um, <laughs> it is indeed. Uh, so, anyway, on Facebook now, there's a, you know you're from... This area you know you grew up in Santa Monica if and mm-hmm. in our particular uh, neck of the woods is there you know you grew up in San Bruno Milbrae, Burlingame if. Okay. The Tri
1: City area.
0: Yes, the Tri City area of San Bruno Milbrae Burlingame. And when it first started, there was about twenty of us in there, and I threw in a couple of I, I, I enjoy that and I'm I, I fancy myself somewhat of a wit artist. So Oh yeah. I'll throw in a couple things like, oh, you know this because we all know this. You know, this is something that we Mm -hmm. all knew at the time. This was the local newspaper and we all got it. Or this was the we all smelled eucalyptus leaves. Right. That's kind of the thing. I mean, because that's funny. Right. Um, Yes. So uh, but it's it's denigrated very quickly into people just posting very specific memories of themselves.
1: Mm. Oh, God, that's the curse
0: of Facebook. Yeah, and there's a lot of like, you know that you grew up there. If you saw the graduate in the drive-in or if your first job was at the Hallmark,
1: what? (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't – that's not specific. You know, I was going to contribute – I'm not going to participate, but if I were to contribute, I would have said, you know you're from you know, the Tri-City area, Millbrae, Burlingame, San Bernardino, if you know what the camel hump means and where it's located –
0: uh, I think that's been I think that's been talked about already. Yeah,
1: as it the camel hump, and then my other one would have been um, God. Why is it escaping me? Oh, if uh, you 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 also know where the pit is, any pit for that matter.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I don't know if anyone said that, but there is people that are saying like you sat in the stoner section that the cap high stuff, and oh, you hung yeah. out after a cap game listening to this music. It's like, what?
1: Yeah, I know. Or you grew up in my bedroom on 45 Lewis Avenue.
0: Yeah, there's people who are saying, like, we egged Kevin so-and-so's house on Halloween. What? I, I don't know. That's not how I know. That doesn't give me identity.
1: <laughs> Believe me, people will miss the boat. Hallie is uh, from Livingston, New Jersey, and, and there's been a similar thing going on with, with that. And it's it's, yeah, it's devolved into that sort of thing, too. What's funny is when people put up pictures of places that you had forgotten. Like you had mentioned Hoot Judkins. Yes. <laughs> and I, that was like an instant flash, you know, re- of recognition. I could see it. And then as fate would have it, there was a commercial for Hoot Judkins on one of the local radio stations up here. And they are getting behind this whole Made in America movement. Oh, uh-huh. And so the whole thing was like this like uh, jingoistic sort of patriotic, you know, our furniture is made in America. Mm. go to Hoot Jenkins, and it just felt really kind of kind of icky
0: all right fair enough it makes me think of the like uh, gangs and territory and this stuff we were talking about with respect and street and what yes where i come from and this is who i am and it just gives me a real insight into how insular people are and how the more uh the more they're not part of a community, the more they need to say they're part of a community to kind of step mm. up and be themselves. Like, the, all these people who are who are being so specific about their stuff, I mean, like, I, I could go, you know you're from Millbrae, if after a swim meet you had dinner with the Ditos, right? <laughs> like, that's stuff that I did, but that's nothing that you yeah. did, you know? Or like I No, st- I wouldn't have
1: that experience. Yeah,
0: you went to Straw Hat and, and you you wondered why the three stooges playing on the wall didn't have any sound. Okay, that's something that I did. But uh yeah. so and so that's why like people like, hey, 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 don't mess with me. I'm from forty fifth in Lincoln Park. It's like, dude, okay, first of all, forty fifth doesn't cross Lincoln Park and what are you talking about <laughs> and what does that matter? Like who cares?
1: Uh, yeah, no, I, I well, there you go. The mob mentality
0: yeah the mob mentality uh so anyway to answer mark and Tredium and tedium uh here's a couple of facebook status updates that i just picked up uh in fact just two of them that caught my eye uh this past week one of them is rise of the planet of the apes probably
1: one of my top five amazing movies. <laughs> all right all right i guess uh Notching out maybe uh, Citizen Kane? <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. And I thought this one was actually pretty good. Uh, I'm going to give... Uh, I'm gonna actually, give... That's probably, that probably displaces like Return to the Planet of the Apes or something like that. I'm guessing with this person.
0: Yeah, exactly. But she doesn't specify her top five Planet of the Apes movies, for example. Maybe that's what she's talking about.
1: Huh. Interesting. We'll have to investigate. Uh, we'll monitor her closely.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you've been monitoring uh, The Beard
1: on uh, Rossi Jr. on... Yes, I am. I, we, we'll get to that. Um, okay, so, all right then. Well, good. That's a ringing endorsement from some nameless, faceless person out there on Facebook.
0: Yeah, and I got one more that, I, that I, this one I actually really enjoyed. It says, hey, Google, I don't need you to tell me how quickly you found the results. Relax, you got the job.
1: I like that one actually Yeah (laughs) That was pretty good too Okay well that's great Well thank you uh, The person whose name I can't pronounce
0: Yeah exactly And you know what That makes me think of Books make me think of Audible.com The premier audiobook Download site Which can be found at www.audibletrial.com Slash WDS The WDS stands for What Duvet Said Where you can get 14 free days And a free audiobook Download by choosing from over 85,000 titles that they have there, including The Thank You Economy by Ooh. Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, The Silent Girl by Tess Garriston, uh, State of Wonder by Ann Pratchett, Now You See Her by James Patterson, and Smokin' 17 by Janet Ivanovich. These are just some of the I would like to add a
1: title. Bestsellers. yeah. Well, those are the bestsellers and, that they're having right now. And, and, and also look for The Koran by Muhammad. <laughs> that's what I'm reading. That's oh, my book this
0: week. Good, good. I think that's a great idea for you. To I do. think I
1: instantly, but just by saying that on the air, I'm instantly on, on somebody's radar in the government. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great way to get listeners. <laughs> yeah, we'll take them wherever they come from, even if they're like covertly tapping us and listening that way. And if you are a listener and you're listening to us right now and you love the show like we love you listening to the show,
0: do us a huge favor and check out one of these free audiobook downloads. It doesn't take any time, it doesn't cost any money and you get free entertainment out of it, much like this show. www.audibletrial.com/wds 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 audible.com. We couldn't do it without them. Well that was done. Professional sounding, don't you think?
1: That was absolutely professional sounding. You Thanks. are good at what you do, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Is there any more mail, Zach? I just got a quick one. We got a we got a tweet from our good friend Marb twenty four. Oh yeah, yeah, I like Marb twenty yeah, four. Yeah, you know Marb twenty four. She's a she's a big fan of. I think she's a fan of us. I know she's more of a fan of Make It or Break It. Um, she's definitely a fan of uh, Teen Spirit, which is a new movie starring our friend Cassie Serbo on uh, ABC Family. And uh, she wrote in and she said, Bob DeVay, when are you going to interview Cassie Serbo?" Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I'd like to interview Cassie and I have a variety of settings I'd like to interview her in.
0: Well, we we can do what we can. We are you know deeply entrenched in the make it or break it universe now. We are. Yeah. So and now we we did didn't pride. win
1: any Teen Spirit Awards, sadly, or Teen Choice Awards. No,
0: yeah. we didn't, and we did everything we could to do so. And we even got a shout yeah. out from uh, Chelsea Hobbs, uh, thanking us, or you know, from the red carpet. Not on the red carpet, but she tweeted. Uh, I I tweeted that we should take credit for her going yes. to the Teen Choice Awards, and she tweeted back saying, "How why, why do we feel so credible?" <laughs> it's a I know. Smiley, She's a delight, thing. actually. I like her. Yeah, I like that. And Cassie, come on, teen, teen. Come on, Cassie.
1: Cassie plays a little, a uh, little aloof with us. She's never really jumped on our train.
0: Yeah, I know. She's not quite the. Uh, she's not
1: quite. You no, know, it's funny because Mark asked me. He's like, "So, how is it that like did you ever find out how they felt about having you know two men of your age?" following this show and i'm like I, you know i, I you listen to the succotash show episode eight you will hear bob duvet's response to that but uh yeah it, it was kind of a funny funny situation to find ourselves in news <laughs> ha, <lap-a-poo. laughs> oh, I, I hear horns now in that song uh well you're just horny yeah, you know what? That would be a great—the uh, news theme would be a great thing to play at, like a college football game.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think we should. Uh, All right, let's uh, get
1: to some news. This some...
0: Okay, let's I've hear. I've got that some.
1: Here. Okay. Are you ready?
0: Yeah, uh, i uh just checking on the uh, the DARPA. Uh, there's no news, no no uh, new news since they lost uh, telemetry with the uh, ultrasonic. Oh, program. really? You're
1: monitoring but... that? I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, keeping an so you're eye. You're telling on me it. they potentially lost like a like a multi million dollar ship that they've been working on.
0: Yeah, well, as I say, this happened in April. It, I think it exploded or something like that. Oh God! But uh, the, there was a, a lot of hype and a lot of excitement about this this stealth uh, weapon. I, Thank I God it's... they didn't put a
1: chimpanzee in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But yeah, the, I think the idea is that it could get anywhere in the world in an hour. So if there was any sort of uh you know uh, saber rattling going on somewhere we could get this baby over there and sh- and and quell any unrest rapidly and quickly. Yes. Uh so yeah. it's it's a, it's a big show of force for the United States military and it's this if 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 the stories are be true following the Darpa Twitter because they're tweeting about it uh that mm.
1: uh, uh, it's it's again a colossal failure. Oh, my gosh. We should just quit with the shows of force. The whole shock and awe thing didn't really work out too well for us.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, he, I keep waiting to hear from the you and the
1: uh... news. We digress. We go off the path. We hit Tangent Street. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Police urge holster use after man shoots his own penis. Oh, why do you do penis stories? Oh. <laughs> you know, the reason why I found this very funny is because, you know, people are so stupid and they watch, and it says it in the story. I won't get into the, the details of this story, but it says in the story the guy was doing what, you know, you see people do all the time in movies and TV where they just take the gun and they shove it in their waistband, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: People forget that the, when the, the stars, when you see you know uh, Tom Cruise or George Clooney do this, it's a, a, it's not a real gun. B, it weighs like a quarter of the weight of a real gun. So when you take a real gun which weighs something, has some heft, and you sho- shove it into your, the waistband of your, you know, your Adidas sweats, there's a chance that it will slip down and maybe catch on something and pull the trigger. Well, didn't this happen to a football player not too long ago in a in a club? Yes, yes. It was a was it Plexico Burris? I think maybe. Yes,
0: yes. That's exactly who it was.
1: Yeah, and it, the gun went off accidentally, and then he he was in jail. He, he had to sit out a whole couple seasons. So, how did this guy specifically target his penis? Because he was he took the gun. As Chandler residents, Joshua Seto, 27, his fiancee, Kara Christopher, walked over to a Fry's food store for refreshments. He tried securing her pink handgun. Oh, no. It gets worse. It was a pink handgun in the front waistband of his pants. The gun fired, striking Seto's penis and continuing through his left thigh. The bleeding started immediately It was heavy, according to police. Oh, my God. He's still conscious. But, yeah, he uh, did. Then it goes on to say that, you know, the reason why this happened is because, you know, the guns are heavy.
0: No, 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 no. This happened because because it's, it's a gun, because guns are loaded, because the gun was loaded. Because what do they need a loaded pink handgun to go to have dinner? <laughs> have you ever
1: been to a fries when they're running a special?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I guess uh <laughs> You know, well, hopefully if this DARPA plane works out, if there is any uprising at one of these restaurants, they can get a, a stealth plane there within the hour and quell any anything for any need to be carrying a a, a, a a gun. What? I, I missed. Is this in Florida? No, let's play the game. <laughs> okay, I'm going to guess this was in Florida. No,
1: the the Florida of the West, Arizona. Uh, you totally roped me into losing that game. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm shifty. You're shifty. You're like in a bed fuck. with a shifty character, Jason. Apparently so. Jeez, what, what is Mark of the Succotash show getting himself into? Having I know, you right? driven out. I, 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 I charm him with my, like, personality. I'm like a viper. I'm like a <laughs> black mambo. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, uh, ouch! Shooting yourself in the penis with your fiance's pink handgun—is that a (laughs) or not a? For me,
1: I'm gonna say that is a. Yeah, I'm with you. Only because the gun was pink. I I was I've I had something much more masculine in mind when I was viewing the gun. Oh, here's a. This is good. This is from a reputable source too. CNN Tech. And Hacker Group vows to kill Facebook. Oh, I've I've heard about this. You know how excited I am for this. I'm really rooting for the the death of Facebook. Did you know, though,
0: that there is a place on Facebook uh, where you can go into your account settings and download everything you've ever done on Facebook?
1: I did not know that. So they do keep all of that stuff.
0: They do, and I I saw that, and I was like, "You, you got to be kidding!" So I just I did it on a whim, just to sort of see if it was true. And everything I had ever posted on Facebook downloaded onto my hard drive. My I, I have it all. It was like a seventy megabyte file. Absolutely oh everything God. I'd ever done was was downloaded on Facebook. So if people are really concerned about this, you can you can you can do this and save all of your stuff. Um, but
1: uh... people shouldn't be concerned by what they. Freely put up into a public forum. You no. got to stand by your words, folks. Right. And your pictures and your links. <laughs> uh, so what is the
0: plan? How do they how do these people plan on destroying the Facebook?
1: Well, this is great. First of all, I don't know if this is the, the, the actual logo. They, they, they appear to be a realized, you know, sort of terrorist network. Of friends, as my wife likes to always call it. She always refers to Bin Laden as his terrorist network of friends. (laughs) (laughs) Which always cracks me up and kind of like lightens the heft of being a terrorist. Um, At any rate, yeah, this is a, there was a YouTube video posted with one of those uh, voice, you know, manipulators. Where the person talks like this, (laughs) we are going to kill Facebook. Okay. And it made the rounds, and basically they've stated. I think November seventh is the day in which they are going. And I think it's it's being linked to a Syrian, uh, a Syrian group. And it says, "Join the cause and kill Facebook for the sake of your own privacy." Uh, well, okay. If, so, yeah, there we go. So they are. November fifth is when the operation is set to go into effect. And uh, Facebook is taking steps. They, they take all threats to people's privacy very seriously. And they are working their back end so to speak. (laughs) You said back-end. Did you know, (laughs) speaking of like uh,
0: privacy in Facebook, like there's so many settings that you can customize on Facebook already to be private. Have you seen this new scare that's going around that people are posting on their Facebook status updates that if you go to your friends list and click on contacts, it takes all of the phone numbers out of your cell phone and posts it up on Facebook for everybody to see?
1: Oh, that's terrible. See, that's why I really try to minimize my... I don't even like, yeah, I don't engage in anything that's a, you know, an application or something from Facebook because I never know what I'm getting myself into.
0: First of all, okay, I'll tell you what you're getting yourself into by doing that. If you go to your Facebook page and click on where it says contacts and you see a bunch of phone numbers, it's a bunch of people who have typed in their phone number onto their profile on Facebook. That's what you're seeing. Okay, so they're idiots is what you're saying. Just think about it. Just think about it for a damn second, Rob. (laughs) What, how would the numbers in your cell phone get up on Facebook by you clicking on a thing on Facebook? How does that work?
1: It wouldn't. You'd have to physically go in there and add those numbers, right?
0: Well yeah, oh there's this thing also where in your in your on your iPhone you can set the app on your iPhone to sync your contacts with your Facebook. I mean, that's something that actually happens. But there's no way to just suddenly get all of your contacts from your cell phone broadcast to Syrian network of terrorist friends. Uh, I can assure you that it doesn't work that way. And if anybody was as clever as people believe that they are as far as paranoia and 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 whatnot just j- follow darpa's twitter today and that, that was, those are the most brilliant minds in america who lost a multi-million dollar plane the second time oh th- they can't that nobody's <laughs> trying to find out your phone number
1: nice well stated you hear that duvet nation
0: <laughs> <laughs> well we care what do they said at gmail.com because your emails mean so much four one
1: five nine three seven zero four four five I'm just going to go through a couple quick titles. We're not going to get too de- deeply into the stories themselves, but I love the titles. This one... Headlines. Got to me. Uh, let me lay it on you. Yeah. Ready? I'm ready. Hundreds of Olive Garden customers potentially exposed to hepatitis. Now, this puts a new twist on unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> Was,
0: is hepatitis Mary working behind the counter?
1: God only knows. I would uh, avoid Olive Garden if I was a listener of this show. Okay, not a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's one for you, Jace, that I found because I, I know that uh, you uh, you have some history with this story. Oh, and you have some wrongs you want to right, perhaps. Gloria Steinem never tires of fighting the Playboy Club. Oh, really? Yeah, she's back in the news, uh, calling for a boycott of the NBC show. You know that the show on NBC that's going to be based on the Playboy Club. Yeah,
0: I, the the show that advertised during Love in the Wild last night and blacked out uh, Teresa lying on the, the boogie board.
1: Oh, great! We got to talk about that when we do the Love in the Wild bit, the segment yeah. thingy, because that was that's what I was waiting for the whole season.
0: Oh, right, and yeah. And they, they, I don't know what it was. I don't know what any of those girls were wearing on their bottoms in their bikinis that needed to be blurred out, but uh, it certainly didn't look like it needed to be blurred out.
1: Yes, they all have very, very nice bums. So, anyway, yeah, Gloria Steinem still fighting the good fight. Uh, apparently, she's a, I mean, come on, she's an intelligent woman. What reason or what you know it, it's giving credence to a show that's going to be on for maybe six episodes
0: well i think they're trying to make it the new Mad Men, this kind of 60s thing that's happening there and i think what Gloria Steinem is really trying to do is trying to make sure that people don't confuse her with gloriel already anymore
1: <laughs> she wants to reclaim her bunny past <laughs>
0: exactly I, I, because I, again, we
1: we set off a shitstorm when we and, and Gloria Allred was conspicuously quiet. I think she was flattered by the uh, the idea that she might have worked for the Playboy Club back in the I day. Know the power of the spoken word. Yeah, So I, I just wanted you to know that uh, it, Gloria Steinem still still out there. D- damn them rabbits! Silly rabbits! <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna monitor this story closely. Let's do another news. Don't you love the, the theme for another news? Because it's kind of it's kind of like a walk in the park.
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of like hey, we've we've done the hard stuff. Now we're gonna we're gonna have a, a, a diet coke
1: back. Exactly. <laughs> well put. Uh, all right. In other news, this one this is a good one, good as any. Comes to us from the people at Fox in Orlando. Swedish child gets a swastika tattoo with his fast food kids meal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Swedes. <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you eat at a fast food chain called Adolf's. Is that what? No, I, that, that's a bit of humor. Oh, boy. I, I
0: couldn't recognize it. What did this, So yeah, the, I, it was one of these temporary tattoos, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A Swedish family described their shock Thursday after their eight year old son was given a swastika tattoo as a free gift with a fast food meal. And uh, this, the, the chain is called Frossis. I, my, my Swedish is terrible. Maybe listener Hannah can uh, weigh in on how to pronounce the chain. Frostis, and yeah, his uh, of the tattoos he received, one of them was the this symbol of a swastika. It's probably they believe the tattoos were imported from China.
0: Oh, see now, where's Hoot Judkins when we need him? We need <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> our temporary tattoos made in America,
1: <laughs> made in America, exactly, carved out of wood, knotty pine. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think there's um that's uh, I read at some point that there's a font you know these fonts on your computer that are just symbols wingdings or webdings or whatever I think there was a font that was pulled with great controversy because it had a swastika in it it was just you know one of the symbols that they had so it's probably just some mindless machine going through one of these fonts and just stamping out you know yep these symbols that nobody's welcome to
1: the machine.
0: Yeah, it's the rise of the machines, exactly.
1: All right, here's another in other news. Um, this one just, you know, my god. You think you you think there's some places that you can feel relatively safe in this world? Pastor Tased woman stabbed after church service. Oh,
0: jeez.
1: Where what what was the sermon? <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> that is the question people should be asking. They don't they don't discuss that here. I love this though. It says Simone Moore is a self-proclaimed R&B artist. He ran unsuccessfully in the U.S. Senate, and he's a teacher in Mobile, uh, Mobile County. So I guess maybe this was in uh, Alabama. Well, was Saint Elmo, Alabama? Maybe that's where Saint Elmo's fire was shot. Oh, maybe. Um, yeah, he was uh, tased by this gentleman, this uh, self-proclaimed R&B artist. So clearly, maybe, maybe the the, the sermon had something to do with uh, I don't know. The stacks record collection, or something. <laughs> Can I, you know what? I think you and I should become self-proclaimed R and B artists. Let's just self-proclaim whatever the hell we want. I, I really think that's uh, if you if you if you say it, people will believe it, Jason.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna proclaim that I am now one of the top
1: five. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Jason is now officially top five. <laughs> Yeah, I think that'd be great. Self-proclaimed
0: top five. Self-proclaimed top five, I, Jason Duplissy. <laughs> I like it. I'm going
1: to declare myself a bon vivant. Nice. <laughs> Do that. Well, uh, it feels good, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it feels real good. But the, the danger, of course, is that we're going to get stabbed or
1: shot coming out of church. Uh, well, you know, with uh, great risk comes great reward. I would say I Smell a Contest. Right into what said at gmail.com and uh, feel free to declare yourself whatever you wish, and, or, or things that we can declare ourselves, and we'll, we'll monitor that. And every week we will declare ourselves something new. Great. I love it. I love let's, it. I love this show. Uh, let's <laughs> move on because I, I know we're, we're always watching the time here. Yeah, we um, were, we've, been, we've been rambling. But it feels tight. It feels tight today. Yeah, well, it feels tight,
0: but we do want to keep the audience wanting more. And I know that they're dying to hear us talk about Love in the Wild. So is there anything else in other news?
1: Yes, just three quick topics of discussion. Ah. Because it was, yeah, it was a good week for that. All right. This is your favorite segment. I know. Yeah. I would wrap yourself in (laughs) visqueen.
0: Okay. What's going on in topic?
1: Polygamous sex freak masturbates 15 times a day in jail. Doesn't that make sense though? If you're a polygamist, I mean I'm sure you have a a lot of uh, you know, semen to get out of your system. Yeah, I guess so. Wouldn't that hurt fifteen times? Fifteen times a day? He's not the funny thing is this the guards the guard said that the prisoner who was not permitted conjugal visits <laughs> often played solo in full view of the guards, and then there's a quote, we could see him <laughs>
0: That, well, that's corroboration. That is fine journalism right there.
1: Yeah. It's that guy Warren Jeffs who's been in the news. This is Nancy Grace's new pet, uh, protege, Pet pet Project.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I've heard yeah. of
1: him. So, there, yeah, I, I agree. I think there would be some friction issues with that one. Yeah. Um, this is another, okay. Well, this is uh, this one, and then we'll have well, one more after this. But this one I felt uh, the title's great. CBS Los Angeles, your neck of the woods. Yeah. Thanks for the memories. 83 year old gets breast implants to stay young.
0: Uh huh. Is this Mamie Van Doren?
1: God, no, it's not. But you know, really, enough. And then, you know, of course, and this is one of the things that bugs my wife. It could be a phrased out thing, but apparently, 83 is the new 38. <laughs> no, 83 is still 83. Yeah, 83 is 83. And having your breast done at eighty-three seems just a little bit narcissistic to me.
0: Yeah, a little bit. What did it say? What uh, what she got? What's her size?
1: What the You want the stats? Yeah. <laughs> You're a sick, man. I'm just a completist. It doesn't. Oh wait, yeah, it does. Wow, this is a thorough story. Kolstad, that was the woman. Said she was always a thirty-two A, but now boasts a thirty-six C. Wow, she would big
0: oh yeah that's interesting god
1: that is and then she's currently rocking a bikini on vacation in hawaii Ugh. oh jeez. god i just pictured leathery skin and like oh uh. yeah I don't yeah know. That, that's particularly disgusting for me but this but it, this is these were just the opening acts to our headliner and our topic of discussion oh please tell me what yeah. Oh, God, where is it? Where is it? Sorry, bear with me. Oh, here it is. Yes, this is a good one. This is from the New York Post. Okay. Drunk man pees on 11 year old on jet blue flight.
0: <laughs> was the 11-year-old in the bathroom And the drunk man didn't see him Or was he walking down the aisle? How
1: does this happen? I will, I will read it Chaos erupted on JetBlue's red-eye flight From Portland, Oregon to JFK yesterday When a drunk allegedly urinated On a sleeping 11-year-old girl Oh, God The youngster was traveling with her sister and dad And had been left alone for a few minutes While the others used the lo- laboratories Laboratories yes. And uh, yes, this man Robert Vitzes. 18 of South Warren, Vermont stumbled from a seat 5 rows behind her and emptied his bladder, a witness said. Oh he was drunk.
0: God. Oh god. What an Imagine. asshole. Imagine.
1: Oh god, how traumatizing is that?
0: That's terrible. I would I would I would have beat the living hell out of that guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's like you really got to wonder what the serving policies are on the JetBlue flight that, you know, lets this guy get that wasted where he's completely unaware that he's not in a laboratory, but rather pissing an 11-year-old girl sleeping. Yeah, really. Why couldn't he have gotten so drunk that he shot his
0: dick, you know, with a, with a, <laughs> yeah, right? with a pink <laughs> Damn you, TSA. Yeah, exactly. Darn you safety measures.
1: Oh man! So there you go. That's the news. That's all I got for you this week.
0: All right. Well, that's a lot, and I'm uh, I'm thrilled. <laughs> should I should I lead us off? Well, Three, let's do it. Three,
1: two, one. The moose. Oh, God, I'm
0: so tired of this show, Rob. I I can't even <laughs> I can't even enjoy it. And the again at the end of last night's episode, it proved again how pointless. This show is that's called Love in the Wild and the two people who lost, the host says, well, you did find Love in the Wild, but I'm sorry that you don't uh, win the show.
1: (laughs) Well, I thought you were going to be up in arms about this week's episode because it all of a sudden became a real type of show in that the challenge was very difficult this time around. Yeah, but who cares? Um, It was... (laughs) Yeah. Well, beyond that, it was diff- it, it was a real challenge, right? It kind of combined bits of Amazing Race with Survivor. And then it threw them in bikinis, which hasn't happened. That's true. And had them running around. And then there was that wonderful positioning of them on a paddleboard where the girl laid like down in front with her hindquarters uh, aloof. And then the guy paddling behind her, and it was just butt shots for about – 15 or 20 minutes well yeah and there was the gratuitous
0: uh, cleavage cam as well that was positioned on the front of the paddleboard that they would go sort of point of view of that with the girl shooting down her chest as she was paddling exactly yeah which got I mean, covered finally up somebody, by the why do
1: you take them six weeks to get this
0: straightened out well because the show doesn't know what it's doing it doesn't it, it can right now this show became a uh Last night's episode was partners working together for a common goal as opposed to people who are single trying to find love. And that's, you know, that's purportedly not what the show is. The show's called Love in the Wild. It's trying to find people who get along with each other and, and love each other. Uh, and the, the people who love Through adversity. Who I've never seen this much camera time. The entire run has been going on they do that sort of newlywed game thing at the end where you you find out how well yeah. you know your partner like well how well do you know them what are you talking about
1: yeah i know this is the most uh confused exercise in uh tv futility that i've witnessed uh tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow next week is the finale of love in the wild do you have anything else to say about last night's episode um no i mean it's it's who cares it's wholly boring. I'm glad that everybody every it's spoiler alert. Everybody loves everybody, but of course, you know they they tease it out to look like there's going to be melt, major meltdowns on the horizon for these people that, judging by the the sense of time that they're using in the show, have been together exactly one week. yeah, yeah, and I, I don't care about. There's the two that
0: like that uh, got together on the very first episode and have been together since the very beginning. That, that just seems like the yeah. buddy system. That doesn't seem like love to me. And the questions were so stupid. No, When's
1: the first time you kissed in the Oasis? A, what kind of answer is that? That was everybody's answer, right? You know, in the cabin. In bed. I mean, that's, all they, that's the only places they've been <laughs> is on this resort, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: They, they really, uh, I'm amazed, always shocked at what I consider to be common knowledge of when other people completely have no clue whatsoever.
0: Oh, so you're saying that's a... enough all right let us lose this episode like a
1: ultrasonic flight yeah did you hear about one last as we leave that she was they were paddling in the swampy thing part of the thing and she says be careful for crocodiles
0: oh yeah and i finally noticed my tivo uh um, I don't know if your DVR does this or not, but when when Itivo reaches the end of a program, it freeze frames, and then a little thing pops up that says, "Would you like to delete this program, or would you like to keep it until yeah. later?" Well, it froze right at the moment where it said, "like accommodations provided by," and it it said the name of the hotel and gardens that they're staying
1: in. So. Ah, uh, so yes, it's uh, it's not a wild environment. It is a well manicured. And uh, well-appointed resort in Costa Rica.
0: Yeah, with with I'm sure these are all games that they do there anywhere. It's basically like yeah, love yeah. on the Carnival cruise ship.
1: Exactly, with very few crocodiles and black mamas. <laughs> what do you got going on this weekend, Bobby Blue? <laughs> it's all over now, Bobby Blue. <laughs> um, this weekend, actually, my wife is ditching me oh. and going to back to New Jersey to see family. So I actually am going to uh, do what I do best and go and see lots of rock bands. I'm going to see good friends of ours, the Slouching Stars, who provide the fabulous theme music that you hear beginning and ending our broadcast. Yeah, they have their CD release party, right? They do. So anybody that's in San Francisco, go to the Hemlock Tavern on Saturday night on Polk Street in Polk and Sutter, I believe, and see Slouching Stars. Uh, look at uh, the Hemlock Tavern. Dot com. They, they will give you start times But yes, Slouching Stars will be playing They're great Haven't seen them play in quite a while They don't play out that often So very excited for that It's part of the Rotfest Which is a, a little clubhouse of bands That emanated from San Mateo And so uh, be seeing a lot of friends there at that And then uh, Sunday night I'll also be at the Hemlock Tavern To see the uh, Natural Child Friends of show I'm getting an interview with them And they are from Nashville They are also great and uh, Friday night, I'm going to the rickshaw stop to see Vetiver, San Francisco band, and I'll probably be interviewing them as well. So, what Duvet said about music is going to have a lot of good interviews, a lot of good music. So, I'm just going to be doing that. Music, uh, feed the dog, walk the dog, and, uh, you know, fend for myself. Next and you! Week,
0: next week's What Duvet About Music uh, has a special guest, does it not?
1: Well, if everything goes off without a hitch, we are going to have. Jason DuPlessis. Who? On a very special episode of What Did Said About Music. Yeah, all right. Well, you! I look forward to that. And part of the reason we're doing
0: that is because I will be out of town. Well, part of the reason we're doing that is because we enjoy it. Uh, but also yes. this particular show that we do right here at The Tank will not have a show next week. We, get, we have a bye next week. Uh, as well, I- we're going to
1: air the music show. In lieu of the tank, and then I also have another. So it's going to be back-to-back what Duvet said about musics next week. Oh, wow. Look at you go. All right. Sounds excellent. Yeah yeah so there you go. So they'll still get their amount. It'll just be in a different form.
0: Yes, very good. I have a, a big weekend. I have a lot of uh activities planned with this group that I'm involved with uh where I'm not exactly sure what we're doing, but we're doing something at a theater on Friday night, and then uh, all day Saturday, all day Sunday we're doing uh some sort of activity
1: that's This this a performance to, group are you are you going to be on stage or
0: no, it's like uh oh, I'll call it a group of crazy people who get together and try to get mental health.
1: <laughs> Oh, like uh, Second City?
0: Yeah, like Second City. Um, and then I, the, sh- the band I, in which I play, Clockpaw, has a show on Saturday night. We're playing a party. Um,
1: oh, nice. Yeah, got a little up.
0: run-up before the recording. Run-up to the recording, and then, yes, of course, we're recording next week. I'll be up in your fair city uh, next week. Can't wait. Week. Thrilled. Okay. Uh, hey, I hear the music. You know what
1: that means. Uh-oh, is it time? I want to thank, one more time, I'd like to thank the Succotash Show for having me on and for being big supporters of What Do They Said this show we call The Tank yep, yep. with your hosts Jason and Rob check out episode 5 of the Suck It That Show next week can you tell me what do they said did you hear what do said can you hear what do said audible
0: hopes you have enjoyed this program